Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Frederick Zapone with another edition of the Easy Living Podcast. I'm broadcasting tonight from Austin, Texas, and my co-host is Robert Stanton, uh, calling in from uh, somewhere in Connecticut. I'm not sure where. But anyhow, Bob is with us tonight, and the topic tonight is breaking up is hard to do. So in this topic, we will talk about what one goes through when one breaks up. And I understand you have some personal experience about that, Bob. Hi, Frederick. <laughs> and it's, it's Milford, Connecticut. Thank you. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> okay. An interesting subject. Um, I'm very current on this, actually. So that's good. That's what we want. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, ent- entertainingly enough, uh, you, of course, you would know that. But <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. I mean, you're not the only one. We've all gone through breakups. You you just happen to be, I think yours is the freshest that I know about. I've been through at least 15 breakups of my own. But for you, what is the hardest thing about breaking up? Um, I guess it's getting used to new patterns, right? Yeah. That's uh, that's that's probably the, the biggest thing is, um, you know, we are creatures of habit and we get used to things a certain way. And then when, you know, when, when something changes, we're, we're, you know, we're all kind of juxtaposed. We don't know, you know, what's up or down. And we're just trying to kind of figure out what we're supposed to do. And, um, and it doesn't matter whether you're the, um, the instigator or the, uh, you know, recipient of the breakup. And when I say instigator, I don't mean like troublemaker. I'm just saying like the person who actually, you know, made it happen. Yeah. Leaves. I got it. Okay. Exactly. And, um, in, in this this latest case, I was the instigator, if you will. I, okay. I kind of uh, decided that uh, that's kind of what we needed to do. But um, I would say, seeing as I'm literally, go- you know, I've gone through it just recently, it's uh, it's getting used to new patterns. And, um, you know, the, the, the first thing that I did, and it's basically because I'm a, I'm kind of a control freak and I, you know, I like having control of everything, including my life, which is completely impossible, by the way. I think anyone who's been on this earth long enough knows that that's not possible, but, you know, we certainly all try. True. Um, the first thing that I did was straighten out my diet. Okay, good. I decided, okay, well, there's no one here that makes food anymore, you know, and there wasn't actually, hadn't been for a while, you know, like, you know, we... We didn't exactly like you know it wasn't a surprise when everything happened you know it was it was a long time coming so um i said okay well i'm gonna go out shopping because no one else is shopping and uh you know the dog and the cat and i uh we need to get food and, and i'm gonna have to go out shopping so i went out shopping and the first thing i did was as i'm going through i said well i just can't randomly walk down the aisles and pile stuff into the cart especially junk food which, by the way, up until just recently, that was my shopping because it was for my boat. Uh-huh. So it was like, okay, we're going shopping for the boat. Well, the people coming over, let's get shrimp cocktail. Let's get, you know, let's get some cheeses to cut up. Let's uh, let's get some beer, some wine, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, and the next thing you know, you know, you're on the boat. And I'll tell you right now, this summer, you know, we, we had some good times on the boat. We, you know, we had like, I've had crowds of people on the boat. I've had a couple of people on the boat. You know, we've had a lot of, you know, good times out there. And literally my weekends started Friday, ended Sunday. By Sunday night, my body said, 
please get me a salad? Uh, Something good. Right. <laughs> I understand. I literally found myself like on Sundays, like eating salads. So, so obviously your body, you know, kind of tells you. And if you're listening, it actually gives you the information you need to to, <laughs> to make the right decision. Anyways, so I knew that I couldn't go just shopping like I was boat shopping. So I started actually shopping for myself and planning my meals. And it came completely naturally. And I, you know, changed the way I ate. And, you know, I started feeling better about the whole situation. And now I've actually gotten myself to a pattern where, like, you know, I, I kind of know what my routine is. And the, the animals know what the routine is. And everyone's kind of gotten, you know. Got along, gotten along pretty fine, you know, pretty well. Everyone's so, so well. it seems to me that when, well, so when people break up, they, well, I think what's probably threatening is that they have to change. They have to change patterns, and 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 until you develop a new pattern, you're not really that comfortable with your new life. Is that correct? Yes, I agree with that. Well, no, yeah, here's the other question. You don't feel any kind of, uh, you don't feel any course, you know, you, right. don't, you don't have a course, right? Right, right. You, you, yeah, you're back in control of your life separately as opposed to your life together. Now, here's the question I have about breakups. What do you think, I mean, I you've heard this term, we've heard this term over and over again. Irre, it was it? Irre, irre, differences. Irreconcilable differences. Irreconcilable differences. Yeah, sometimes my tongue doesn't work. I spend $5,000 to get my eyes fixed. Now my tongue doesn't work. But anyhow... Uh, yeah, irreconcilable differences. What leads to that? Because obviously you were in love with her. You fell in love. At what point do we fall? At what point do people fall out of love? And at what point should they get out? And, you know, what's what's the trajectory of a relationship that goes from love to not love? That's tough. Um, I'm going to tell you actually my school of thought first. Um, okay. It's an interesting one. And not everyone shares it. And no one has to. Okay. But it's it's mine, and uh, and it's it's served me well, and I'm from the uh, I'm from you know from the school in my head that you don't fall out of love. Okay, so you just get to a point where you realize I love this person, I care for them, but I can't live with them, <laughs> and I, I really need to do something else. If to me personally, if you were in love with someone, truly in love with them, even though you're not together anymore, you should still have something for them. I'm not saying you, you know, you're going to date them, and I'm not saying you're gonna, you know, go even hang out with them. But you still care for them. You still you still have a concern for their well-being. If you were truthful in the beginning, you have to be truthful with yourself now. So you know, I always. I- I say often, I've said this often about relationships, loving someone and having a successful relationship with them are two separate issues. And I agree with you. I've loved many women and I still love them. But in my, in my first wife, for an example, we, we had five kids between us and uh, we just couldn't make it work. But we have over time become best friends to the point we went dancing one time as best friends and we were having a great time. And she said to me, she said, you know, I really like you as a friend. She said, I'll never marry you again. I said, I'll never marry you again either. So, you know, the, the, the point is that people don't go into a relationship. On, they go into a relationship because they say, I'm in love with her or I'm in love with him. But they don't understand that loving someone and having a successful relationship with someone are two very distinct and separate issues. So what have you learned from this relationship in terms of that you're going to take into your next relationship? Oh. 
that's an interesting question. Um, so, so basically, I would have to say in this relationship, the the, the one thing that was um, kind of tamped down on me was the fact that I actually could care for someone else. Aha. Uh-huh. Um, that was something that uh, that she wanted to stomp out of me. <laughs> And, and no, and this is, you know, in no way an offense to her or anything like that. Like I would never, you know, want her to think that I was putting her down because I'm not, that's just who she is. That's how she feels, you know? And it was important to her that I didn't not care about anyone else, but it was important to her that, you know, I, you know, I, I, I focused all my energy on her, which I did. And um, and no one got anything else. Actually, my dog understands this very well. Um, right, right. My, my German yes. shepherd is a female, and and uh, actually, I'm surrounded by females. My cat's a female. Right. I would assume probably half my koi in my pond are females, just because that's my luck. Um, okay. So my German shepherd understands this very well. When what I mean is, if I call the cat, the dog comes. Mm-hmm. Because that's she wants all the attention, wants all the attention, and we'll 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 shug her nose at the cat. We'll you know we'll like snip at her, not actually bite her, but snip at her, you know. And um, you know it's, it's very very jealous, and I and I think that was something that didn't really work for me. I think what I realized is in bringing into my you know bring this into my new relationship wherever that may you know wherever that path may form um i don't want someone who i guess is not like me so much my you know my ex was not very much like me and that at least in that regard you know like she had to hate her ex not dislike not i can't live with that person hate them right hate them and think that they were actually like evil uh-huh. And I feel as though um, I've been put into that category now. She opened that drawer and threw me in that drawer in her life. I have to be the enemy. I have to be a horrible person. Because well, that's yeah, that's yeah. how some people handle it. You know, we're on 11 minutes on the show already. And as you know, I keep my show to about 11 to 12 minutes. So I want to wrap this up. But I think this topic is so interesting that I think we should do another uh, um, podcast on this very topic, but continuing from this point on. And I think the point that we're at with this right now is that what you, and correct me if I'm wrong, but what you found that you had over time is you had a, a jealous, possessive woman who would not allow you to be yourself with other women in the world. Is that true or is that false? Yeah, I guess so. Other people in general, like, you know, I, I would, you know, I always came home to her. <laughs> like, okay. That wasn't the problem, you know. I'm not, you know, I'm not the the you know the float around and you know and screw around with everyone person. Like I just love everybody. That's really what it comes yeah. down to. I, I I'm not, you know, I'm friends that with was everyone. A, was that a you know, that was a problem for her? I think that was a problem for her. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I guess for me, uh, and we'll, we'll talk about this in the next podcast we do. For me, it was about, in fact, I will share, and I, won't, I can't share it now, but because it's too, we don't have the time, but I, I really want to share what I learned from 15 failed relationships that allowed me to have my 16th one that's 17 years old now and still just as good today as it was when it started. 
But but the difference was the difference is how I went into this relationship versus the 15 others. The 15 others I went in just being led by my feelings. This time I used my intellect to manage my feelings so that when I went into it I didn't have any of the problems I had in the last 15 relationships. But we can talk about that in the next episode. Anyhow folks, this is the uh, called uh, I don't know what we're going to name this podcast but it has something to do with the breakup of relationships and this is Frederick Sapone from uh, uh, Texas talking to you about breakups with Robert Stanton from Milford, Connecticut. And until we talk to you the next time on our podcast series, I want you to do a big favor for us. I want you guys who are listening to take very good care of yourselves for us and we will do the same for you. And until the next time, bye-bye for now. Bye-bye.